Support for today's Heat Treat Radio episode is provided by Therm Process 2023, the world's leading trade fair for industrial thermal processing technology. Learn more about the show at www.thermprocess-online.com. And welcome to Heat Treat Radio. Whether you're listening to us or tuning in via video on heattreattoday.com forward slash radio, we're glad to have you. As 2022 comes to an end, we're taking this episode to look forward to what North American heat treaters can expect at the largest trade show for heat treaters anywhere, Therm Process 2023. Doug Glenn, publisher of Heat Treat Today, and Timo Verks, managing director at VDMA Metallurgy and general secretary at Seacoff, will join us. Our guest comes with an academic and research background at Darmstadt University of Technology. He became the Director of Research and Technology at VDW, that is, the German Machine Tool Builders Association, eventually serving as Vice Managing Director. Currently, Timo is the Managing Director of Metallurgy at VDMA and General Secretary at Seacoff. Timo hits on what attendees and exhibitors should expect and several of the topics that will be guiding this event in Germany, all of which are interesting, globally-focused questions that will give North American heat treaters an international perspective. Let's take a listen. I know you are involved in your capacity with VDMA and CCOF and things of that sort with the Therm Process uh, event, which is coming up in June. Uh, for people who might not know what Therm Process is, can you give us just like a 30,000 foot view of what that event is? Yes, I can. Um, Therm process, I would say, is the world-leading trade show for the thermal processing industries. Um, and it's it's not just one show. Therm process is part of a, of a trade show quartet. It's four shows, and they are all about metallurgical equipment, metallurgical processes, thermal processing, um, foundry equipment, foundry applications. So, all these topics are, are very much connected um, one to the other, and that makes it a real big show. It's not just this little part of industrial furnaces and burners, but it's it's embedded in a in a huge um, metallurgical environment. That's the reason why they call this exhibition the Bright World of Metals. Nevertheless, you find there any kind of thermal application. So um, if you want to process glass or ceramics, you find um, the respective um, uh, equipment there for, for sure. But um, this is the larger um, context of this of the show. And it, it's really huge. It's um, the, the 2019 edition, edition that was more than 73,000 visitors in, 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 in Dusseldorf, more than 2,300 something um, exhibitors on all the four trade shows and for the um, therm process alone, I think it was about 300 and <laughs> how much was it? 340, 350 exhibitors and um, about 6,000 visitors only for the therm process show, not taking into account all the others coming from a Kifa show or the Maytag show, which are the other shows. So um, there's a lot of synergies be between these shows and you see really everything um, that has 
something to do with thermal processing, with equipment, with applications. It's 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 really a big thing. Yeah, and this this uh, you and I both have probably been to the therm process since you know early on. Maybe it's beginning. I'm not sure when the first show was, but I know the first one I attended was in 1999, and it was uh, it was quite an event even then. Uh, but I want to give I want to give our listeners and viewers a sense of the of the enormity of it. OK, so you've been to some of the, the North American shows. So I don't know if you've been to like a, one of the larger shows in Chicago, like the IMTS It's probably one of the larger um, metal shows in the United States. And my contention is, and I wonder if you agree, if you'd agree with this, McCormick Place, which is where the show that IMTS is held, the the campus on which the quartet of shows, as you say, is being held is probably four to five times the size of an IT, IMTS show. I don't know if, you, if you've got that comparison or not, but it's much larger than any other North American show I know of. So I, I, I know IMTS quite, quite well because I've been there many years ago when I was working for the machine tool industry. And that is really a big show in the United States. And I think the FabTech is about the same size or even a little bit bigger than IMTS. And um, I would I, I, I would say maybe Therm Process and the other three trade shows are, are even a little bigger because um, I don't know if if your if your readers know the 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 exhibition grounds in Düsseldorf, but they are quite huge. I think it's the, the second or third largest exhibition area in in, in Germany, and the, uh, the the four trade shows they really occupy all halls at the exhibition center. So that 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 that's so one hundred seven uh, or seventy three thousand square meters. That is about maybe 150,000 um, um, cross um, square meters. So the, the, the 33,000 is only the net square meters. So if you take all the other areas together, it's, it's a, a really a huge exhibition area. And so the comparison is, 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 is not too bad. It, it compares to, to the big shows in the United States and other, um, in other, for, for other industries. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. I mean, I I tell people when I try to give them a sense of the size of the campus that yeah. the Dusseldorf Messe is on, I say, well, if you were to start at one end and just walk at a normal a normal rate, it would probably take you 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes to walk from one side yeah. of the <laughs> from one side to the to the other, you know, which fortunately we don't have to do too much. But yeah, so that that's that's good. Uh the dates of the show? At 12 to 16. June right. 12th, 16 next year in, in, in Dusseldorf. Yeah. Right. Which is a great time of year in Dusseldorf. It's a lovely, lovely place. So um, I would, would encourage people to go. Well, let's let's do this then. Thank you for that. I, I wanted people to at least get a good sense of the of, of what's going on there in, in Dusseldorf. Um, let's talk about some of the uh, some of the trends, the international trends in, in thermal processing, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. uh, it, from your perspective, just what what are some of those international trends, international things that are happening now that that people will be able to learn about and hear about if they do come to uh, Therm Process? There's, there's um, a, a lot of things going on at the moment. So there's the whole 
um, sustainability, um, um, greenhouse gas reduction um, discussion going on. So um, that is certainly going to be reflected uh, um, at the show. There is um, digitization, which is um, a very important issue for, for, not for all industries, but um, also for the metallurgical industries and the thermal processing industries, because it, um, it gives you some new benefits you can you can offer to your customers and um, or you can benefit from in your in your product development so that's a huge topic there's additive manufacturing so that gives you completely new opportunities how to produce certain parts for your for your um, uh, for your equipment or how to replace maybe uh, um, traditional technology so um, uh, think about replacing a um, a casting um, by uh, a, a part that is um, produced with additive manufacturing. The, finally, the part is the same, but the production process is completely different. So there is, there is a, 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 a very interesting competition now between different production technologies coming up. So that that uh, will be shown there. Um, and there's, uh, I, I think, many, many other issues. So we could go to very specific details like new yeah. new types of communication between machines and uh, management systems or between um, different kind of machines and uh, really a lot of very interesting de de uh, developments, artificial intelligence, machine learning, that all helps to, to optimize your process and your equipment. So that's, that's really uh, an, an amazing development going on. So I got a I got a question for you, you because I know you're kind of on the inside track here with uh, with the whole the whole Bright World Metals and the organization, the Mesa Dusseldorf, the organization that puts this on. Do you think it someday in the future they will add a fifth show on 3d printing because it's a lot of you know there's a lot of metals going on here right okay. i mean it's a... that 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 is a very good question um <laughs> I, I i don't know um because there are still other exhibitions for uh, yes. uh 3d printing and 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 um additive yeah. manufacturing so maybe not necessarily a new show, but it is certainly um, becoming a permanent part of the existing show. So uh, yeah. one or the other place, they will they will um, really highlight that additive manufacturing, maybe without having a fifth show to. Uh, yeah, yeah. To uh, you know, they, they, I, I think it would be interesting. You know, we'd have to figure out instead of being a quartet, it'd have to be a quintet or something like that. A quintet yeah, of shows. <laughs> so well, let's what? let's talk a little bit about the electrification, if you don't yeah. mind. Just dig a little bit deeper into the electrification. What are you seeing there? I mean, as you know, I know I know right now you're sitting in Florida, right? With yeah. with Tropical Storm Nicole in your background. Is that the name? I forget if that's the name. I'm, there's so many, I lose track of the names of the storm. Okay, so you're sitting there in Florida, but I know you're you know, typically out of Germany. What are you seeing there, Timo, in Germany regarding electrification and the move away from greenhouse gas, let's say? Um, that is that, that 
is a, a good question, but a difficult to answer question. So electrification is not really new. There are well established processes which are already electrified. So think about induction heating or melting or electric arc furnace. Um, that is all electrified heating equipment. So that, that is not really new. Um, the, the important question is how many other processes could be replaced by electrified processes? And I mean, such processes where you burn fossil fuels, so for example, natural gas. Um, because that is really the, the, the point when it comes to, to greenhouse gas mitigation. You, you want to get rid of greenhouse gases and usually they are emitted when you burn something. Um, that, that is, and, and, and from, a, from a, um, a physical point of, uh, or physics point of view, not a physical, a physics point of view or an engineering point of view, um, electrification is great because it has a very high efficiency. So um, turning electricity into heat has a very high efficiency, much better than burning something and, and, and generate heat from, 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 from burning. Um, fuels. The problem is, think of a, um, let's say, a reheating furnace in a steel works. Such a, in, in, in terms of energy consumption, that has to be, yeah, has to be called a monster because a reheating furnace in a steel works consumes per hour as much energy as a jumbo jet flying from Europe to the US. Each hour. So, and now try to imagine how to electrify such, such an application. So at the moment, I can hardly, um, it's, it's hardly conceivable that you can really replace that existing equipment by something that is um, electrified. You have the same, let's say, energy density um, that is needed to, to, to get the process done. So that, 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 that is very difficult. And here you really come to, let's say, technological limits. I, I don't say you can't overcome them in, in the future, but the, at the moment it is just maybe not possible, but you have to see which um, processes are possible and those which are possible should be electrified. Um, the, and for others, you have to accept, okay, you need maybe a hybrid concept. So um, electrical heating and um, uh, 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 conventional burner, uh, um, or um, you have to accept that you have to burn something and in future that maybe will be green, green hydrogen. So there's different routes. And um, finally, green hydrogen is another form of electrification because you need electricity to produce green hydrogen. So in, 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 when you, when you bring, bring, bring that all down to one point, it's only a question of, are you able to generate the sufficient amount of um, renewable energy? It's not a question about the, the therm process aspect. It's more or less a question about the, the, the generation of enough renewable energy. So that is about, um, wind energy, that's about solar power and all these things. If there's enough renewable energy, I, I would say everything can be 
electrified or everything could be supplied with green hydrogen. That is not that 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 is not the main problem. The main problem is the availability of enough renewable energy. Enough renewable. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. The uh, I, I know. I think our listeners would be interested in, in your perspective uh, just on this one little issue. I don't know if we want to call it a political issue, but I know one of the drivers. <clears throat> excuse me. One of the drivers in uh, Germany for electrification is the fact that you know you're getting your gas supply cut off by friends to the east. You know, so I, I'm curious, just on a maybe on a more uh, personal level, and not so much. Although you're more than welcome to address this from an industrial level as well. How is it there in Germany with the, you know, with the 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 lines being cut, so to speak, the pipes being cut? It's really challenging. To be honest, we were used to have a cheap energy supply from Russia. So cheap gas from Russia, that was the fuel for a lot of parts of our life, for industry, yeah. for, for, for private heating and, and everything. So that's done now. And now we, we have a completely different situation um, at, the, at, at the moment. Fortunately, all our gas storages are full, so we were able to fill uh -huh. them very quickly uh -huh. at very high cost. So, uh -huh. yeah, <laughs> because we had to buy all the gas wherever we got it, right. and um, had to pay really um, insane prices. So that, yeah. that's, um, I think. So maybe this is not 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 really a um, th that will not really push electrification because at the moment um, a good part of our electrification strategy was based on burning natural gas as right. a kind of transition technology so now that's gone now we have to reactivate all the um, the power plants which yes. we already passed out now we reactivate the, 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 the coal-fired power plants in order to have enough electricity yeah. So we have a, a, a big discussion about nuclear power <laughs> um, because we, we phased out already most of our nuclear power plants. There are only three running. And now the question is how long they can run to, to maybe right. support energy production. <laughs> On the other hand, we see in France that um, more than 50% of their nuclear power plants at the moment are not working, mm. either because they have technical problems or because um, um, the French rivers don't have enough water due, due to the high, uh, <laughs> high temperatures. Yeah. You need the cooling water for, for the nuclear power. Yeah. At the moment, we have to export um, electricity to France. Usually, it's the other way around. Yeah, that <laughs> so is very interesting. I didn't realize that. I knew there was quite the drought, but I didn't realize that that had an impact on their nuclear power production. Very interesting. Yeah, at least in France, it is. Um, yeah. it, it is very bad. So the whole the whole situation is is somewhat strange at the moment. The, my my personal opinion is that it will help us to transform our our energy system much faster than we 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 we, um, we, we already tried to do. So that 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 is really some something pushing us in a completely new direction. So. I think um, the, um, the, the, the renewable um, um, power uh, generation, that will um, really 
get a boost um, because we, have, we don't have that many alternatives. So we, we can rely on, um, uh, I don't know how many ships from the US uh, bringing, bringing uh, LNG uh, or from Qatar or some of these, of these places. Um, so um, at the moment, it's, it's, it's a challenging situation, but I think it will help to transform the whole system yes. uh, much faster. We'll return in just a moment, but first, a word from our sponsors. Brace yourselves for a Therm Process 2023, a show that has a history of being four and a half times bigger in non-exhibiting attendee numbers than any North American heat treat trade show. Therm Process in Dusseldorf, Germany, is the world's most important platform for the presentation of highly innovative technology and environmental concepts for industrial thermal processing plants. From June 12th to 16th in 2023, attendees of Therm Process will experience the innovations to come and those that will drive future moves. Therm Process is part of the trade show quartet that happens every four years in Dusseldorf, Germany. The other events in the quartet are GIFA, MeTech, and NewCast. Climate neutrality by 2050 means that the industry faces an extreme transformation that will be discussed at the Dusseldorf Trade Fair Quartet, including the challenges that the sectors must overcome and the innovations that machinery and plant manufacturers will offer to enable climate solutions. Learn more about attending Therm Process at www.thermprocess-online.com. Again, that's www.thermprocess-online.com. Lastly, North American Heat Treat Suppliers. If you have any interest in exhibiting at this event, reach out to Heat Treat today soon, preferably now, to reserve your specially priced booth in an exclusive North American exhibitor group. If there is enough participation, Heat Treat Today will provide a centrally located resource center where participating companies can come for food and drink, meeting rooms, some North American fellowship, and language interpreters. Essentially, all the perks of a big company without the expense. Costs for your booth will range from $9,000 to $12,000. Contact Doug Glenn at doug at heatreattoday.com or via phone at 724-923-8089 for more exhibitor info. Now, back to the episode. Yeah, yeah. as they say, uh, we have a saying, you may have something similar in Germany, but they say uh, that necessity is the mother of invention, meaning if you got to do something, you figure out how to do it, right? You invent something to be able to do it. So yeah. such is the case with uh, with the power situation there in, in uh, Western Europe, for sure. Well, we wish you wish you luck on that. Let's talk. Let's talk a bit about digitization. Uh, yeah. or internet of things and things of that sort tell me yeah. tell me what uh, what people are bound to see and possibly will see if they're if they go to therm process in regards to uh digitization and iiot so uh, i think digitization is not a trend anymore it's it's a reality and it's a necessity for all um all companies so you 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 can't do any business without thinking about how to um, digitize certain aspects of your business. So, and it helps really on 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 different levels. So, um, first of all, it is of course a a, a, a great help to optimize processes. So uh, think of using, for example, machine learning or artificial intelligence 
um, whatever you might want to call it, um, you can um, generate optimized furnace recipes for heat treating processes, for example, which, which, which were then um, based on the knowledge of people in the past. And they were quite good, but now you reach just new levels of optimization, just, just using these digital uh, um, solutions or um, the, the, the transformation of, of um, data communication. So you, you get a, um, a complete new um, level of transparency of, of, of what is going on in your system because every, um, every part becomes a, um, a, has an IP address and can tell you what is what is what is its state? What 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 is it doing? What 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 um, um, is maybe a problem? So um, you have a complete new tr uh, transparency of your processes of your equipment. Um, you can transfer that easily to management systems. Um, you can you can base decisions on such kind of 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 data, which then becomes kind of information. Um, and that is something that really um, improves the overall um, equipment efficiency um, um, very much. So that is maybe a, really a, 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 a big benefit for, for, for the customers. And um, digitization is also the way towards new business models. So, um, having all your equipment, all your processes as a part of a, let's say, of, of a um, digital or data ecosystem. It allows you to offer completely new, complete new products. Um, for example, apps that helps your customer to, to do the scheduling of, 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 of the production or to, to uh, allows you for um, having paper, paper production um, um, uh, a concept or maybe um, helps you to do um, predictive maintenance and all that thing. And I, I think you will see all of this at the Therm process and the other three um, uh, uh, trade shows next year, because I would say most of the companies, be it small or be, be it big, they have such um, digital solutions now and they will, they will yeah. show it all different um, aspects and types of application. Yeah, I, I, along that line, uh, shift gears, shift gears just a little bit on this. You know, one of the issues that we're experiencing here in the United States is labor, la labor shortages and things of that sort. I don't know if that's exactly the same in Germany, but let's let's assume that it is. How it about is. how about automation uh, uh, and robot, uh, the use of robotics? In anything, are you seeing anything along that line there? And do you anticipate that people would see some solutions, some ideas along that line if they were to come to Therm Process? Yeah, so we, we do have um, the, the very same problem. So mm -hmm. finding young people, finding skilled people who are able to do um, their jobs in a in a in a highly sophisticated industrial environment is is is. Right. Terribly difficult. So, um, 
So we have many, many jobs where we can't find people for. Not, yeah. not, 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 not the low wages jobs, highly qualified jobs that need yeah. require a lot of training. It's, it's exactly the same problem you have in the United States. And yeah. uh, of course, automation uh, is a may, maybe one aspect of overcoming that, that problem. And of course, a lot of companies do invest in um, automation. They do invest in robotics, maybe not, not in the thermal processing industry. So uh, robotics there is um, maybe different from what we, what, what we maybe think of when we hear robotics. So in an automotive assembly, when you see right. maybe 2000 robots working uh, yeah. in a coordinated way, uh, assembling a, a car structure, but, but any kind of, of, of automation that helps to um, overcome labor shortages, being yeah. manipulating um, heavy pieces. Um, 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 I, I, heavy. I think of fixturing and racking, right? I mean, that, that's yeah. a heavily, that's a heavy labor intensive process, even if it's small parts, right? Taking a yeah. hundred parts and putting them in a rack so that they can be yeah. heat treated. I mean, I think automation, huh? Yeah. So if you don't feel find the people to do that, you certainly will have automation. That is yeah. that's sure. And I think you find um, all the big robotic companies and um, the automation um, um, suppliers um, on the four trade shows. So um, yeah. especially in the foundries, in the in the foundry um, environment, there's a lot of robotics. So all. Right. The, uh, robotics manufacturers like KUKA, like like AB, ABB, like uh, Fanuc, and so on, they are all there, of course. Yeah. And they yeah. will show um, um, their special applications for the metallurgical um, um, uh, sector. So there is certainly a, a, a lot to see at the therm process and the other three uh, shows. Yeah. yeah. So, so you and I both know that at Therm Process and the and and Gifa and NewTek and Me, uh, Newcast and MeTek, that it's not all business, right? I mean, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of enjoyment, you know, beyond business that goes on there. Maybe yeah, not only it does that; it's also a little bit of you know fun on the show floor. But I I would like just your personal opinion: what you enjoy about Dusseldorf as you know what? What is there? What is there there for those people who want to come over and do more than just work? What's what's there to see? So first, first of all, it's taking place in summer, and usually, so at least the last two or three editions, we had really nice weather. That helps a lot to to um, get people in good mood. Um, Dusseldorf is a particularly nice city. It has a an old part the Dusseldorf Altstadt so the old old um, town yeah um, where you find these typical um, um, restaurants and these typical Dusseldorf pubs where you get this special beer and that is really a, um, a, a place where people just meet and have fun so um, after the show you can go there and just have fun you can you, you you can talk business, of course, if you like, but you can just 
have fun, drink a beer, sit at the banks of the Rhine River. The, 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 the people are, um, are nice people. So the people from the Rhineland, they are known as nice people. They have a good sense of humor. Um, so it is really a good place to come do business, but also um, do anything else but business. So um, it is it is a good a good place to be um, in 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 June. Um, so there's plenty plenty to do there, and um, it's 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 a good place to have a lot of, of fun after. Yes, after. and it's and it's easy to get around. I must say it's easy to get around. They've got at the at the mesa where the fairgrounds where the shows the the uh, the trains pull right in. They're they're more like. Uh, yeah trolley trains they're not necessarily subways but it's kind of what we think of in the united states as subway cars they pull yeah. right into the mesa there it's easy to get on it's easy to get off it's you know uh 10 minutes 15 minutes to downtown uh yeah. there's some great shopping for any of you ladies who might or men if you're if you're a shopper you know you can take easily take a walk down konings alley which is yeah. a beautiful shopping place there and the altstadt as you mentioned all pretty much which is, I think, nice. Depending on where you stay in Dusseldorf, if you're in the in the downtown area, it's all relatively, you know, if you're in decent shape, it's a it's a it's walking distance. I mean, you can you can walk it. I walk from the Hauptbahnhof all the way yeah. over to Altstadt. You know, you can do it. It's not it's not undoable. So that 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 is all within walking distance. Yeah. Yeah. And if not, you can take the tram or the the the, the subway or whatever. So it it Correct. takes you. 15, 20 minutes and you're right in the center. And even if you want to go a little further, so all the other large cities around, they're very well connected by this public transportation system. So never use the car in this area. That is that is yeah. bad. So the whole yeah. system, in, in terms of, 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 of traffic, um, if you are in a car, it's a mess. Use yeah. the public transportation, and it's it's wonderful because it connects all cities. You can easily go to Cologne. You can go to right. um, all the you, you can go to Leverkusen and all the other cities around. It's it's very easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. All right. Well, in the past, they've had a bit of a technical program yeah. associated. Do, are they having that this time? Yeah, of course. Okay, so um, why, if you is, don't mind, tell us a bit about if you know what you know about that yeah. technical program. Yeah, so um, at the firm process, there is uh, going to be the firm process forum. What was um, the the firm process symposium in the past? So, but that's just um, it's it's a kind of um, um, a two day presentation program, right in I think it's exhibition hall number nine. So where the firm process really is. Um, where we have a two days program with um, presentations from uh, exhibiting companies showing their innovations and uh, um, or um, uh, showing new solutions, new applications. We are going to have um, at the first day um, a, um, a special program that will um, Try to dive a little bit deeper into the um, um, the, the, the um, energy transition. So, um, how the energy system will transform uh, in the in the uh, in the future. That is more 
from a scientific point of view or a political point of view, but nevertheless very interesting. Then we have the, um, the, the, the company presentations and we are going to have the tech talks. On Thursday, we are going to have the tech talks. That is a, um, a concept where three, um, it, 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 originally it is, a, um, a, it is an online um, form, but there we, trans, uh, we transferred to, to the exhibition. So three companies um, giving presentations um, in a frame of a, a specific topic. So, um, and they are all built on the other present, uh, built, yeah, thematically on the other presentation. So you see a, a whole, uh, get a whole picture of, of uh, one specific topic. Um, that is um, going to happen. And there will be, of course, the foundry related um, events. There is going to be the ESTA, that's the European Steel Technology Application Day. Um, that is a very big event with, uh, I think, 700 sessions. And uh, so um, it's, it's over the whole uh, uh, exhibition. Uh, so that is for the metallurgical people, so for the steel um, producers and the producers. Good, good. Yeah, that's great. I just I, I thought that I thought that was going on, but I just wasn't sure. And I, I just wanted to confirm. So. All right. Well, that's very good. Timo, I thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time to help us understand what might be going on in the therm process. Thanks very much for joining us. It was my pleasure. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode with Timo Verk. Heat Treat Radio is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and the website www.heatreattoday.com forward slash radio. If you'd like to get in contact with Timo, head over to www.vdma.org or email him at timo.wuerz at vdma.org. You can also reach out to me and I can put you in touch. My email is bethany at heattreattoday.com. Do you have a new or interesting idea that you want to hear discussed on Heat Treat Radio? If so, let me know. Also, if you'd like to be a sponsor of a future episode, you can let me know at bethany at heattreattoday.com. Heat Street Radio would like to thank Therm Process 2023 for sponsoring this episode. Learn more about the show at www.thermprocess-online.com or just re-listen to this episode. This and every other episode of Heat Treat Radio is the sole property of Heat Treat Today and may not be reproduced in part or in whole without advanced written permission from Heat Treat Today. And I'm Bethany Leone. Thank you for listening. <laughs>